defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. Initiate bank protocol. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another uh, week of Bird Protocol. It is your host, Palm Reader. And it's your boy, Otis Morris. Hey. The Bird Boys are back, and this week we're talking about one of my favorite video games of all time and video game series of all time, but we're specifically looking at one this week. Um, quite possibly. Well, you should say two. Yeah, we're uh. looking. Ha ha, ha ha. Uh, we are looking at 2018's cowboy uh western outlaw epic open world uh probably one of the the better examples of video games as like cinematic art or just art in general we're looking at rockstar's red dead redemption 2 so you know giddy up put your cowboy hat on uh you know use some gun oil to clean out your pistols get a bear make some leather boots yeah, might go fucking go to the trapper. Uh, yeah, know. might kill a village for no god darn reason. Come on, Rooting boy. Reason just because you Let's can, go, boy. Uh, yeah, boy. we're talking about Red Dead Redemption Two, one of the uh, craziest, most detailed, in-depth open-world games uh, with an incredible storyline, an incredible cast of characters. Uh, just like a masterpiece game, um, yeah. one game you of the get year. Your lit pack for this one. Get yeah. your spurs ready. Yeah, Ooh. this Ooh. this 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 game is like is not. It? It's I've put the most time in uh into this game than any game that I've played. I think, um, and it's in the top three. Uh, it is. I mean, the first one, Red Dead Redemption, was you know, one of my favorite games and it blew Absolute me away. Classic, Constantly classic. Uh, I, every day I wake up wishing Rockstar would remaster uh, the first Red Dead uh, instead of remaking Grand Theft Auto 5 for the 17th time. But hey, yeah. you know what? As much as it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, I'll still hope. Yeah, remaster still of the original Red Dead and uh, Undead Nightmare. The whole yeah. game is oh my sick. God. Like, that game Undead is just Nightmare. so fantastic. That, the first Red Dead, well, technically the second Red Dead Redemption, the second game in the Red Dead series is yeah, well, Red, Red Dead, Dead Redemption. Yeah, well, Red Dead Revolver is a thing that, you know. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. But, yeah. the, but the first one is a classic. I put hours and hours and hours into that. Played it oh, to yeah. death online with my friends. I had. A, I probably you know, have the most hours on my on PS3. I think I probably have my most hours logged into Red Dead Redemption. It'd yeah, be it that was, and like GTA Four. Yeah, it was probably my most logged games, and maybe Uncharted Three. Uh, I couldn't even tell you on the PS on the PS3, but I, I, uh, I that that Red Dead. Um, just outstanding. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I still the have first... my PS3 disc. Like I pulled it out the other day and just oh. looked at it. I was just like, I still have, I nice. still have the Red Dead Redemption poster that came in the game in my yeah, room. I still upstairs. got that. It's not on a wall. It's in in the case, tucked away nicely. Just I got that nice deluxe edition. Yeah, you know what it is with the Undead yeah. Nightmare add-on. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, but okay, but we're not going to talk about the first one that much. The second one, we're just gushing about the first one to uh, kind of 
yeah. reiterate this, if that this one's was just everything the first game did but infinitely better bigger infinitely better minus the undead nightmare thing which which we'll get to that because i want to i want because they have done some similar things i want i want uh, to seasonal updates yeah i want to talk about the possibility of the undead nightmare and because there's some stuff difference is the online yeah the the online is between the first two red dead 2's online is now an entire it's a separate standalone game basically yeah the same as grand theft auto online it's uh it's it's the online is i mean there were things about the online in the first game that i liked that they got rid of but i like the general overall way that the world exists in the online and and i like uh you know just everything that they added to the game incorporating it into the online and everything but anyway yeah the red dead the first online it was the first one they did the like open world where you could just go online and just like ride horses with friends which was awesome because i did a lot of hours just doing that with some friends online so yeah anyway that's red dead one yeah, that's the red dead one, one is great one red dead two and, uh, red dead two uh the sequel is actually a prequel so i guess this is now red dead two time yes so uh let me just uh break down some notes that i have just to show how absolutely uh insane this game is um so red dead redemption uh two you're it's a like otis said a prequel to red dead redemption the characters from red dead redemption do uh are actually in this it tells the story of the vanderland gang uh and it tells the story through um your you are playing arthur morgan who is a character alluded to in the first game but uh has has since passed when that game comes. So you kind of know going into red dead two that, uh, you know, there's kind of uh, there's going to be an end of, of the character, but you are playing through the last days of uh, it's set in 1899 in this kind of like fictionalized world of the United States uh, of the West kind of like United States West, but also there's like Louisiana and, and, uh, and Alabama and Kentucky. And all of these things are kind of like each of the regions in the world are kind of an amalgamation. It has has all the staples and different aspects of the old American West. Yeah. The frontier as the coal, the big cold mountains all the way down to the, the desert. And then you got the bayou. It has everything in between the swamps, the rivers, the lakes, the deer, the bear, the tribes, the gators, everything, everything. everything. That's everything. Uh, And then, so within this world, you are playing Arthur Morgan, like I said, who's a member of the Vanderland gang, uh, which is helmed by a guy named Dutch Vanderland, uh, kind of a prick. Um, and, uh, you're going through the story of kind of the end of the wild West. That's what like red dead redemption is about. The whole story is kind of like the end of the outlaw generation of the wild West. Mm. Um, you know, some of the cities in the games have, have, uh, power and there's a train that travels around and you see that that kind of civilization is coming to across the, the frontier parts of America uh, in this fictionalized America. And, uh, and it's kind of follow, following the fall of the Vanderland gang and what happens through Red Dead Redemption 2 being a prequel to Red Dead Redemption is the gang kind of breaking up. And then Red Dead Redemption 
which the name Red Dead Re- Redemption uh, is, is the redemption John Marston's of redemption. Yeah, John Marston's redemption for the way he was treated in Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. I know it sounds very complicated, but this is not Inception. But, yeah, it, if you've it makes, played the first Red Dead. The story of this game should be no surprise because even when you start this game, you're already on the run in the story. Yeah. You, you don't even see the major heist. You don't know exactly why they're on the run at the beginning, but it just turns out that's that's the whole the whole game is just a constant cat and mouse. That's the whole story. You're just constantly on the run. Dutch is constantly promising uh, this uh, is the last yeah, job. Last job, is, a greater future. Or, uh, yeah, you know, a point like where it's become a meme online and yeah. shit, which and then but. that's why he's kind of a prick. Yeah. I mean, among other yeah. reasons, but um, but the one thing about this game that's like absolutely insanity, and it was the same with Red Dead Redemption One, but this one, I mean, the map is way bigger, and there are way more areas yeah. to explore, way more things to do, but it yeah. is, I believe, the pinnacle of like as of right now, open world game. Like when you play Red Dead Redemption 2, the world is your oyster. You want to go hunt some deer? Cool. You want to scale a fucking mountain? Cool. You want to uh, go and and rob a train and go in and take money from everybody on the train and then ride off into the sunset? Go ahead and do that. You want to go to the bar and drink some drink and eat some food and then, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you want to fucking fight a dude for no goddamn yeah, reason? It's, it's, and then it's, take his money and then go lose it all in a game of fucking poker yeah. you want to go play poker you oh, want to yeah. get you want to go and buy it buy a horse and and race it and make money do you want to you know do all these things and we're not even getting to the stuff that's online this is all in single yeah. player and you can yeah. go talk to the npcs you can go visit different places you know and you can build a camp out in the middle of the desert and hunt and then come and sell the the pelts that you you get you can do all these different things and it's beautiful like it was beautiful on PS4, but having a PS5 and playing it on PS5, it is gorgeous. Absolutely insane. If they do do a PS5 update for it, I don't know what they're going to add because it's already beautiful and and the 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 light effects, the water effects, everything. It takes you to this like this world that is so crazy and some of the missions in the game are like not all of them are shooting and stealing and robbing some of them you're just like helping a guy fix his wagon and 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 helping him get back to town or you're helping build a house or you're doing you know it, there's these yeah, missions like tracking that, an animal yeah tracking something. an animal you're, you're there are these missions that are between the kind of like big missions the exciting ones that just kind of build the world and show you that this is a living breathing place and you know you you walk around in the town and you hear people talking about you know oh you know my horse got out last night i had to go chase it down and blah 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 and there's it's just this the amount of of time and thought that went into this game creating this game and creating this world is absolutely blisteringly insane so just to put it into perspective after red dead redemption one came out they went immediately into wanting to make Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and they it took them eight years. Uh, the game's development lasted over eight years. Uh, and it started right after Red Dead Redemption came out. And it, and it was actually one of the most expensive video games ever made. Now, sidebar, this is one of the best-selling games of all time and best-rated games of all time. So, you know... 
sometimes you got to wait for it. And I remember because they released the trailer for Red Dead Redemption 2 and they had to push the date because they weren't exactly uh, ha- happy with it. They they pushed it a little bit late and it came out in October of 2018. Originally, I think they had announced it for 2017, but then it pushed maybe or something like that. I, I kind of remember. Uh-huh. All I remember uh-huh. is I was so excited about it and um and they put out the the original game in october 2018 and then the online multiplayer game uh came out in um november 2018 as a beta so if you had bought the ultimate edition you got the beta release but then in may 2019 it went open world full or crawl world across the world full release um and it is uh you know just an absolutely a uh, wonderful game you can play in first person you can play in third person um the world is is full of all these diverse landscapes there are travelers bandits wildlife random events that show up um there's farmhouses out in the middle of the desert and then towns and then bustling cities um horses are the main form of transportation so if you love cowboy movies you love all that stuff it it's the the riding on horses in this game is awesome um there's just so much that we could talk about true sometimes your horse is a complete fucking idiot well yeah i mean it's a video game right like but, but <laughs> there has but, been so many times where I've come to like a literal fork in a road. It's just a rock, and the horse is just like, huh? Not today. <laughs> huh? But but what? you have to say what? that like the, the horse just like malfunctions. Like, but it's, you it's, you have to say any that game. the the bonding and the riding of the horse, uh, you know, especially in online, we all. So I should say that myself, uh, uh, Otis. My, my girlfriend and a couple of our other friends, we, we played this like during the pandemic uh, and even before the pandemic, like in 2019, uh, we played this a lot together. We have our own little posses. Uh, we ride together and run missions together. Uh, and, uh, and all of our horses were all very, very um, attached to our horses. Uh, and you become, and, and the mechanic is nice. I mean, it's just, it's, what a game i can't there's so much that we can cover over and talk about in this game like i really if red dead redemption 2 wasn't out i think my 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 uh pandemic time wouldn't would be of or would have been far less enjoyable um and the world just seems so real. You walk out on the horse and you look at the sunset and you see random birds flying around. And then, oh, there's a little rabbit running by. And and then you hear some people shooting off in the distance. So you go over to see what's up and some bandits are attacking a, a camp and you can, you can save the campers and they'll give you a little bit of money and you get some experience. And then another or random... Or you can just trot away. And just yeah, or you can just be like, whatever, with your man. day and just yeah. be like, I don't really care about you. Yeah, I don't really care about you. I'm and then and then online too, they've added a bunch of things that they call roles so that now you can play uh do moonshiner jobs or you can do collector yeah. jobs or you can do trader jobs and they're adding more and more supposedly this summer we're getting finally getting the heists and the the online like uh outlaw stuff. So like they've cons- consistently given to the the community and, and added new ways that you can 
uh, add to the online game. Plus they have death matches. Plus they have races. Plus they have like capture the flag. They have um, special events and then they have seasonal events. It snows during Christmas time and all the Christmas lights go up and they have like seasonal. It's just fucking insane. Uh, both online and in the single player. We're talking about like, it's just the attention to detail and the, the amount that you can do and the universe that it's created, this, this world it's created. It's as close to Westworld as we're going to get right now, but it's, it feels pretty damn close sometimes. Um, and I just fucking love this game. Obviously you can tell I'm, I'm going on and on and on. Yeah. You just went off six minutes and 47 seconds straight. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but I, I just can't, I just, I just love it. We're going to start with, uh, 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 you know, let's talk about some of our favorite things about the game. Um, in a more specific sense, what do you really love about the game? Uh, and what do you think is improved and what do you think they do really well? Cause I just went for a long time. You go. Uh, the, the combat system is super fluid. That's one thing that this game excels so much better than uh, fucking Grand Theft Auto, which I guess like that's going to be the biggest comparison because that's really the only other game that has this level of like open world, like all, all like it's the only other game that's like as immersive in its like online and like story capabilities really because like it's weird that they're so like they're not even they're just like. Or, I don't know, they're not like RPG games, but like it feels like they are. Like they feel like you really are just like being like your own fucking whole person, even though it's not by definition what an RPG game is. Like you're not necessarily upgrading like strength, stamina, yada, yada, like those specific stats, but you are, you're, you're definitely building a character. And that's like, and this game, this, I think the combat is a lot easier because i think obviously since it's supposed to be the west like western the combat you're not supposed to be like sniping people like instantly which is like if you play gta online you might get into some servers where there's just dudes that are like level 800 and they're just sniping you all the time you're just like how is this fun for anybody but red dead online seems like it's been super balanced and the game is far more enjoyable to play online. Like GTA Online, I would never go into a server by myself because I'm just going to get bullied by assholes online. Yeah. Whereas in Red Dead Redemption, the community online and just the just the people and just the style of gameplay allows for a much more relaxed online uh, style. Like, I'm sure if you want to find people that are super, like, we were playing with some guys the other day that are just super aggressive for no reason. You'll find them if you're down for shooting people and just getting the shootouts. You can find that. Oh, yeah. You but can if, find hey, if you're them. just down for fucking, you know, getting some fucking longmouth bass, you can go down and fish. It's very easy to the do. Fishing, it's not a hassle. The fishing in this game is awesome, too. The whole, yeah. it's like everything. I like the word fluid because I, I like that you use that because it, it moves, everything moves together in a, in a kind of uniform fashion. And all of the different things that you do all kind of have the same kind control set. Uh, and so going from riding on a horse and shooting to getting off of the horse and shooting is. Um, relatively smooth and then doing most of the mini games you're using kind of the same 
you know, there's no switch, there's no kind of big switch up. You're, you're using, um, the, the, the bumpers and the triggers to pull up, you know, different, um, yeah. uh, menus or choices. Um, and, and I like that you called it an RPG because I mean, one thing about this game in the single player and the online is the massive amount of, of personalization you can have and what you yeah. can, you know, you can change ex- what you look like. You can change what your gang looks like and you can change what your horse looks like. You can do. Yeah. So all- by nef- definition, it's not an RPG game, but it has, if not more, like more characterized customization, like, customized, yeah. customization stuff than an RPG game does. Like, it's, it's, crazy. it's And it's wild too, because like, uh, of course you raise up your, you, you don't raise up your stats in the sense, like, uh, you, you, uh, raise up your shooting or your running or your whatever, but as you play, you get bonuses for the more stuff you do. So like the more yeah. you, the more you run or the more you, you, uh, do physical activity, your stamina goes up. The more you do things that are good for your health, like fishing and hunting and, eating yeah, just uh, healthy eating food, regular healthy your health will shit. your health bonus or total yeah. health will go up you know as or bonding you with your horse bond, like that you, will then yeah, make yeah. your horse's stamina go up and then that helps you better like if you're stuck in like a snowy mountain yeah you don't have to worry about your horse just fucking collapsing and uh and so it's and then you have to like the clothes that you wear and the outfits that you pack on your horse you need to know where you're going because if you go up north and you're wearing clothes that are for hot climate your cores will drain faster and uh yeah, you know freeze. you you have to eat uh food and and find warmth and keep yourself rested and it's just this super super streamlined way of playing that at first it seemed like it was a bit overwhelming um, when I first started playing it because they added so much to the Red Dead Redemption core system um, that I was like, oh my God. But now it's like second nature, you know, you, yeah, at first I was like, oh my God, I have to eat when, when my core goes down and I have to eat like regularly. That's so weird. And now it's just like, whoop, gotta stop and cook some beef. And then you have to be mindful of what you're eating too because yeah. if you eat certain things, it might positively affect one core but then negatively affect another and yeah. or, it, you know, and stuff. And, and then, of course, they have effects in a way too. So. And then, of course, they have the they have pamphlets which give you crafting recipes so you can craft all these things. You can learn at a certain level how to craft poison arrows, how to craft dynamite arrows, how to craft... Um, uh, specific types of bullets using, you know, y- you need to get regular bullets and you need to have a specific knife and you have to do, and there's all these things. It's just the depth and, and breadth of this game is unbelievable. And um, there's just so much that we could, you know, gush and talk about, and we already are. Um, it's I'm reading this thing here that said, actually Red Dead Redemption 2, the pr- preliminary work started during the development of the original game, which is why the storyline is so seamless that the, um, that Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010 and, uh, and the main production didn't take place until games after the game's release, but they were working on them simultaneously when uh, they were, you know, planning out the first game and the second one, which is, I mean, Mm. Rockstar is incredibly, um, I mean, 
I am slightly interested to see what the Grand Theft Auto 5 port to, to PlayStation 5 brings. Uh, I would love to see, like you said, a remaster, and I would love to see a port of Red Dead Redemption 2 that's going to add some stuff to it. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's 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 uh, started in in 2010 or even before 2010. Um, but it, the outline of the game and the recording, uh, the rough scripts and stuff that was like 2012. And then they went into the recording in 2013 and they, you know, you have to do all the, the there's tons and tons of like, um, motion capture and stuff for all the cutscenes oh, yeah. and everything. So much voice work and, and so much voice work be written. Like, like and the, all of the people in the towns, like imagine how much time it takes to record. Cause each of the towns have like, some of the towns have different accents. Like you go to yeah. uh, San Denis, which is supposed to be Louisiana and everybody's got a Creole accent or like there are people who are, um, there's uh, parts that are like more like of a Texas accent. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Some yeah. that are like a more Mexican, a Spanish. Then you also have there's like indigenous people in the game as well, and you have their plethora of uh, different accents and dialects and whatnot. It whatnot and like yeah, and then then like all the different animals and stuff, and just like the nature sound. That's the crazy thing about the game is the sound design. Let's yeah, let's just, co comparatively the last week. Last week was negative sound design. This week this we're talking like fucking A plus sound design. Pristine. We're talking masterclass. It's like you can put. I sometimes I'll put my headphones on playing these games. Close my eyes and I'll just be like, Yeah, I'm in a fucking forest right now. Yeah, and the thing and that's crazy. A snake sneaking up on me. I can hear that, it. The thing that's crazy too is that like all of the animals have multiple animal noises and all of the animals are AI operated, so they do their own thing so you can just sit and watch like a, a bunch of bison grazing and each one will move in its own way and sometimes they'll come and rub up against each other and, and that actually thing. counts towards something in the game because like just standing there and studying them that gives you more stuff because you can yes. learn shit about animals and study them learn stuff and then like it, i assume it like improves your uh, ability to like hunt and harvest them and whatnot. yeah and then also the they have the naturalist add-on which gives you points for finding legendary animals online and yeah. and doing all that stuff yeah. let let me just show you let me just read this so this i mean of course we already said it was critically universally acclaimed um peter oh, yeah. studerman writing for the new york times considers red dead redemption 2 as an example of video games as a work of art comparing the game's ability to tell individual stories against the backdrop of national and cultural identity while deconstructing their genres and advancing the form to the current state of film and television with sorry he compared that he compared the game's abilities to tell individual stories against the backdrop of natural cultural identity, deconstructing their genres while advancing their form to the current state of film and television with similar works like the Godfather or the Sopranos. Um, that, that, that uh, so, um, a guy from games radar said story wise is perhaps the boldest triple a game ever made uh, praising the unpredictability of the narrative and comparing the game's high caliber epilogue to the narrative of the last of us, another high quality game that yeah, you don't like so much, but Boo, that's a lie. <laughs> um, the game stinks on Metacritic for Xbox one and PS four. It got a 97 out of a hundred destructoid 9.5 out of 10 edge 10 EGM 10 Game Informer 10, GameSpot 9, Games Radar 5 stars out of 5, Giant Bomb 5 stars out of 5, IGN 10 out of 10, US Gamer uh, 4.5 out of 10, Best Game of the Year. People went 
absolute. This is one of those games where, and I was right. It yeah. was. It was. People went absolutely bananas for this. It game. was like, teased uh, in in uh, in October of 2016 and then the announcement was made in October 2016 that it was supposed to come at the second half of 2017 but it was delayed twice um they they needed the extra time to polish uh and uh and do and you know make sure it was perfect but this is one of those games that when it came out it was it it was the hype was so high because Red Dead Redemption was such a good game that when this came out I thought I was like, maybe it's not going to be as good as I imagine it's going to be. And I was happily proven wrong for having that doubt. Cause this game is fucking beautiful and, and incredible to play. I, I it's, it's, you know, and the plot. I mean, I don't want to go over the whole story because you know, if you haven't played the game, please, you should get it. It's great. And the single player, it's a bit slow at, st- at times, um, Otis yeah, was, I I just started playing the story again, and the the prologue sort of tutorial section yeah, up is in the mountain, incredibly slow. Up until after that first train heist, like it's slow. Yeah, Lit- it moves literally it, and figuratively because you're literally stuck in a snowstorm, so you're moving super slow. It's I don't know. I feel like they almost did that intentionally. They're like. Let's just throw the most boring possible shit right at the beginning, and then it can only be uphill from here. I think that was the, or maybe it's just because going back after knowing the full uh, uh, scope of the game and knowing all the shit you get, going back to square one and like having to like unlock things. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I won't lie that when I did play it for the first time, the uh, when I got it. I, I, the start was incredible. I was a little bit frustrated because I was like the, 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 um, kind of like introduction is, is really good and it's really cinematic, but it moves at a kind of snail's place pace for a little bit. But then Mm -hmm. once you open up into the, the wider world and things become accessible to you and you start leveling up and doing stuff, you're, it, it just seems like it's endless as as you start leveling up playing the first time and suddenly it's like oh yeah by the way you can go fishing and then there's well, a like, whole fucking yeah, faction the of the game also like introduces you to like 10 characters right off the bat that are all distinctively different and it co- and keeps expanding upon that for hours upon hours upon hours like this you can get easily 100 hours of this game just by casually playing it yeah. And that's, and the thing that's crazy too, is that like, as, uh, as you become, as things become more open to you and the things get added as you level up it, it what I was trying to say is with fishing, like, yeah, you can go fishing and you can get fish then they can nourish you and you can do stuff. But then there's also like fishing challenges and things that open up in the world that it doesn't make it just like kind of a stagnant portion of the game it's not just something that's there you can get experience and do things and they transferred all of that really well to the online where you have all of these um as you level up online and you you get you know things become more uh available to you then you have these other kind of online fishing tournaments or online hunting tournaments or all these things like they seamlessly kind of adapted the two together um 
And I think that one of the things that they did have that was really good is that they had kind of Grand Theft Auto V online as like they kind of tried what works and what doesn't work. Um, and, and one thing that you said earlier that I wanted to touch on because you were saying like playing online in this game is a lot more balanced. The one yeah. thing that I really like about this is that if people grief you on it, you can stop them. Yeah. Like they've, they've set up a system in the game. So it's like, if someone griefs you, you can put a bounty on their head. You can parlay with them. And, and, and for 10 minutes, you can't, you can't see each other. You can go into defensive mode, which means people can't lock on you and you're harder to see. You're like a little bit clearer and yeah. you're, you just do your own thing. There's all these ways that they've kind of put it in, which I know they've added some of that into GTA five online. Not um, really, because in GTA, like if a guy fucks with you, you can do stuff where you can like call like mercenaries on him and you can do stuff like that or you can like remove yourself from the map. But then if you want to just like sort of explore and not get fucked with, you have to go into passive mode. But then in passive mode, you can't fuck with any of the AI. And it's like, what's the point of playing Grand Theft Auto if you can't shoot a random person on the street yeah. for no good reason? That that's the point of playing GTA. It's like, oh, I just got a pair of shoes. Now I'm gonna run this person over, shoot that guy in the head, and go on my Sunday. Which again, I think they 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 took what they did in there and they really perfected it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so it it does feel more balanced. And everybody that's playing it, like I've actually yeah. met a lot of people playing uh, Red Dead last year. Um, and, uh, I mean, I haven't played it as much recently, but we did, get, I have put a couple hours in recently. Um, and, uh, but most of the time I'd be playing with, with Megan, um, and we'd be playing together cause we're in two different countries. So we would be playing together and that was a way for us to kind of spend time and catch up, but we could go fishing and go, go for a ride around or do missions or do whatever. And the online has a, actually has a story to it, which is really nice. Um, yeah, so you can narrative missions too. Yeah. You can yeah. run the online narrative. And the good thing is which that once they've you, added more to, which I have yet to play some of the more that they've done in the more recent updates. Yeah. I, there's some stuff that I need to, uh, to go back and do, but it's, 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 you know, th this is one of the great things about, about what they've managed to accomplish making this, this game and porting it to online in the way that they did is, um, you know, it, it just does feel like you can constantly do what you want. Do you want to log in and, uh, and you want to run as a posse, you can posse up and then run moonshiner missions and give everybody moonshiner experience. Or do you want to be a bounty hunter and go and hunt bounties and, and get, uh, an upgrade your, your bounty experience so that you can buy, you know, a cool outfit or, or a horse mask or a or whatever. Like it's, it's just yeah. so well put together. And I, like I said, I, met so many people like i met some dudes who lived in florida that i played with for a while i met some some uh, uh i met a girl and her boyfriend from kentucky and we played for a while you know uh i've played with with you and with 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 cody and with megan and with a bunch of other friends and yeah. and and steve yeah, will play and with steve us would and play steve had some people that he knows from across that he would play with that are pretty sick too yeah, no, it's, it's a fun game. Like, it's a super, like, the online of this game is such fun and it has a great community, has a great online community of people. Like, I've maybe in the, because the, the online came out a year uh, or a couple months after 
the base game came out, like the online was a well, bit you, of a, you had the beta. Didn't there was a you? bit of a delay with the online. Was there not? Well, or was there? So what online what, wasn't as immersive as it is now. No. They, so what happened is they is that in two thousand and. 19 no 2000 at the end of 2018 if you had bought a specific version of the game like you had bought the the ultimate edition or whatever you had access to the beta and the beta ran from november i think until may of 2019 and then in may of 2019 the full online came out and then in the summer of 2019 you had the rolls uh, or maybe it was a bit later that you had the rolls come out. I feel out. like it was later because I remember when the online came out and I remember not being super into it because it was just like, it just felt kind of empty. And then it wasn't until you and Meg were playing it and you're like, yeah, no, you need, you need to come back to this. And then when I came back, it was like a whole new game. So I don't know how long it was. It was maybe six months after or so, but it was definitely, but but there was maybe there's a couple months maybe where the online wasn't that good but boy did they fix it up yeah they added a lot to it and then so the public beta was november 27th 2018 um who got the special edition of the base game and then progressively open to all owners uh slowly but surely and then um and then they added it then in May 15th of 2019, it opened publicly. Uh, and then just this past December in 2020, uh, that uh, the online became a standalone game. So you didn't have to buy the, uh, the, the, I mean, you get the online when you buy the real game, uh, the single yeah, player yeah. game. Yeah, so the online came out in May 2019. And then the Frontier Pursuits update, which had the first three roles, that came out in September. So yeah, there was, so it was the end of the summer. That? That's, so that's that's right. Four months. So yeah, so there's four months where the online was kind of dull, but but then they the added the and they added more and like it's it's so and it's such a calming game sometimes too. Like like you said, the sound in the game is oh, and let's talk about in the single player and in online, but really in the single player, the the soundtrack to it and the music stings that oh, they have and the yeah. like. Everything like the you walk into a town and then you hear the and like it's ooh, just ooh. perfect. You want to know? Here's a fun little. Uh, here's a fun little uh, bit of a couple degrees of bird boy knowledge. Um, so this uh, soundtrack had an eclectic group of people on it. Um, so there was uh, who was it? So there was Daniel Lenoir. Who was like the primary uh, uh, songwriter and performer on it? But then it also had a lot of great uh, guest artists like Willie Nelson, yep. Josh Homme, one Josh of my, Homme, my favorite Homme band queens of the yep. fucking Stone Age. Hell yeah. And then some uh, little bird boy knowledge. Also, a song, some songs featuring Colin Stetson, who was the composer for uh, Hereditary. A, a film we did previously yo that's crazy yeah uh wow that's sick and hereditary <laughs> soundtrack is banging wow yeah. that's a that's a that's, that one. blows wow. my mind i did not know that and, and and speaking of sound and generally i i gotta give a chef's kiss a mighty rootin tootin cowboy shooting chef's kiss 
for the voice work in this game, especially oh, the main characters uh and and in in the in well, red Rockstar dead redemption consistently 2. has the best voice work yeah in oh yeah games easily. always easily always especially in grand theft auto like the just if you go into any grand theft auto game and just walk past some of the shit the ai says is funnier than most like things most it, i know i know today I, literally like, today before we came on i was playing gta and i walked by a guy and he's like listen i don't know what happened last night i woke up and i was naked in a field being chased by police and i was hallucinating tiny little men and like i was like what the hell it's just wild and that and they but even in the in red dead 2 you know, you go to the towns and it feels like it's alive. Like you walk over and there's two guys leaning. Like, say you go to Valentine, which yeah, is like Red this. Dead Two doesn't have as much humor. Yeah, as it's not as funny. It still does. It still does. It's still there, but it's not as. But it feels real. Like you go to yeah. say you pull up to Valentine, right? And you walk in, and Valentine's this like cattle town, beautiful mountains in the back. It, yeah, some a, dudes just talk about like sheep's. <laughs> yeah, they're like leaning up against the the fence, and as you walk by, they're like, "Well, you know, I had to sell two of my sheep's last week." Uh, but I, and then the other one's like, "Well, that's the way she way it goes." And then they look over at you, they go, and like, "Afternoon, hey, partner." They yeah. nod their hat at you. You're like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Like, and then this you is wave crazy. back at them if you want. Um, one of the things that I find. Um, that is amazing though, is like, you're right. Like rockstar consistently, you look at grand theft auto five and you look at like Trevor, Michael and, um, Franklin, Franklin. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then their voice actors. Uh, but I gotta say, uh, Arthur Morgan and John Marston, iconic, iconic voices, you know, oh, like yeah. just incredible. Incre I could listen to them talk forever they're just so good it's just so unbelievably good and i love the part where like when the games gets to louisiana like the louisiana area lemoyne lemoyne like yeah because just because i just love that like southern drawl just that like the louisiana one the cajun sort of swamp person yeah very i love that i love that and getting to hear that like i could just go chill with an alligator for an hour in that game yeah and the and and the cool and then on top of all of that uh you know R rockstar loves to create all these little mysteries in the game Ooh, yeah. so like you we, we have all this stuff that we've talked about incredible storyline incredible open world gameplay seamless control uh kind of uh, consistency, um, very fluid uh, riding, shooting, uh, all these things that you can do, all this extra world stuff. And on top of that, they have all these mysteries that send you to these places in the map that are, you know, that that add this layer of kind of like uh, 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 paranormal or or crypto crypt cryptozoological yeah, or side or, quests, side stories that are like, genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Like there are some horror stories in this. Yeah. There's some paranormal stuff. Like the one that I always remember is, and I don't think this is one that I, I'll tell because this one I don't think is a huge spoiler for anything in the game, yeah. but it's a cool, just little Easter egg is one day I was just cruising along, just 
walking along a path or I was on my horse trotting along. It was nighttime. And they say, no, I see like a light in the distance. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm next to a train track. There's probably a train coming. And then all, I hear the, and then like this white light just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm like, what the fuck is, that's not how trains look in this game. And then next thing you know, it's a fucking ghost train. The train, yeah. it's a literal ghost train. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, there's ghosts in this this what the fuck and I'm like i haven't been able to find that ghost train ever yeah, since yeah and then that, so there's, there's i've been an, chasing that there's another dragon of a ghost train there's another like, like so cool. in the in the swamps there's like a weeping ghost there's a, a cabin that you can find that if you go there on the right night a ufo appears above it there's uh oh. giant bones there's a a, yeah, a, a uh, temple under a, a mountain have you encountered the robot no. There's a robot, dude. What? I've yeah, seen the time it, it, traveler uh, um, and the time traveler mission. All the way up north, there's this guy, and he's in, he's like building like a science satellite oh, the, station. The Tesla, the, the is, is where it's supposed it's, to be he's Tesla. Supposed to be like, yeah, he's like a Tesla type guy, where I think, I don't know, but he's definitely like a stand in for like Tesla, but he builds a robot, and then the robot kills him. And what? then you find the robot like contemplating life on the edge of a mountain one eventually. See, I, I haven't, I've gone to that place, but every time I've gone there, I guess it's not the time to start the mission. It's like during the day. So it doesn't, or whatever. It yeah. Never... I don't know. That's the thing about this game is sometimes you set, like there's certain missions that I like side missions that I've been trying to find, but I can't set them off properly. Yeah. Like, Cause you have to be at a certain times, time, certain and, things, have there's, to be done already there's, there's, maybe uh, if you're yeah. too far progressed it might you might have missed it even it's yeah like, it's wild and then the other thing too like you got all these crazy ass characters like there's a vampire in san denis there's a a dude who's trying to create a mutant creature and he you go to his house and he's got like a pig's head and an alligator's body or some shit it's crazy there's like there's a, a woman that's trapped stuff. yeah there's there's cults there's like um, all these like kind of like areas where these these sigils and like and these things are carved into the ground. There's you know there's ghosts. There's it's it's just it it serial adds killers serial killers. Dude, yeah, it, there's like multiple missions. Like I I would love that that'd be a cool role. I think like okay okay maybe maybe we'll get to I don't know if you want but like a dream role in this game would be like something of like a, like a detective role or like a sheriff role for like online. Yeah. That would be cool where you've got to like solve crimes. Cause that would make sense. Like of why these like side, like almost crime missions are almost in it. And then like, that would be cool if you could become like sheriff yeah. of like a small town or something. I, I would love to see if we, they were going to add stuff to this. I would love to see like, a lawman and outlaw. Like if they, if you have the, that's heist. what they got to do. They got it. Yeah. The next one has to be like a cops and robbers update. That's yeah. what it has to be. It has um, to be because bounty you can hunting finally is, do the bank robberies online. And then, yeah, they got to do like a, but bount, like, bounty hunting is great, but it would be cool if you could take on the role of being, like you said, a sheriff's deputy or something. And then when people are being aggro or whatever, if you, if you arrest them or kill them, you get like points yeah or something if they had a way where you could it, it kind of did something like that i would also love to see uh like home owning 
or like ranch owning. I'd love it if you could have like a house and you could farm. I would love it if you could, if they did undead redemption, which there are so many things in the online where it's like, it seems like they're going to be adding something to it. Like there's like random tents in the middle of the place that have like glowing red lights and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But there's no character there. There's a sound where it sounds like somebody's sharpening their knife or something, but the no character shows up. So I I feel like there's still plenty of stuff that's coming. Mm -hmm. And Undead Nightmare uh, was... I should say to some people that maybe don't know, uh, for the first Red Dead Redemption game, uh, they released a post-DLC called Undead Nightmare, which had a whole uh, plot line of like fighting zombies. In the Wild West. Like, like yeah, like a Mexican federale or bandit turns into zombies and you got to kill them and it's a sick game it was during the height of like zombie games yeah and it was actually one of the cool like zombie things that like because it was still open world and was fun like that's the thing is that you go in and it was still open world it was still you just walk around but then there's randomly zombies and then also they had other cryptids there's a bigfoot mission and like other stuff it was sick and i want chupacabra yeah i want them to i would love them to see that what they do with with undead uh undead nightmare in red dead redemption 2 if they ever get around to it um uh and also like you know there's also all the stuff in the game like honor levels so if you're in a specific level of honor then you unlock certain missions if you're a certain low level you unlock other missions like if you do a lot of like bad stuff then you get more of the oh, I'm looking for someone to kill someone or, oh, I'm looking for someone to do this, that, or the other thing. But if you have a higher mission, then you might be doing something that's more related to stopping crimes. And so, like you said, every time you play through this game, you know, you may miss things or you may never see stuff. Like, I've never seen the ghost train. I don't know about that. You know, yeah. it's... it's and. And then also on top of that, there's all these locales that are really creepy. Like there's a town where I guess everybody died from cholera in in Lemoyne. So you go through that town and all the buildings are locked up with like paint on it that says do not enter virus or do not enter um, um, sickness is here and all this stuff. In the middle of the forest in the northeast of the game, there's like a tribe of forest people. Yeah. <laughs> and then like in this in the swamp there's like random swamp men who you'll see dude, just like yeah dude that okay I, I, this is spoiler alert skip ahead a minute but one time i was in the swamp and i was just casually just walking around just like it, it was midday so like i wasn't worried there's other people like i could see other people on the path on the horses so I was just out looking around, just sort of looking at nature. And I was like, just taking it in. Like, the game's fucking beautiful. So you do that sometimes. Yeah, Legitimately, sometimes you just kind of take just... it in. And next thing you know, I just kind of hear, like, footsteps coming up on me. I'm like, okay, I'm sort of in a swamp. There's probably a gator or something trying to sneak up on me. So I'm looking around and looking around. And all of a sudden, I, all I hear is, like, a whistle. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck is going on in this game? And then I turn around and there's a man in a goat head mask slamming a hatchet into my fucking head. <laughs> it's wild, Some man. Some just crazy occultist came yeah. out of nowhere and then, in a swamp and just murder me. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, it and was then, terrifying. And then, I was legitimately terrified. You do and that sp- has never happened to me again either. Yeah. And then, or like, you'll randomly be like setting up your camp somewhere and so you'll set up camp and you'll go to sleep and you'll get woken up by like 
either like bandits or like gang members or like swamp people or like random cultists or whatever. And they'll try and rob you and you have to like fight them off. And that's terrifying because the, the way that they do it, like you go fully to sleep and then the time and when the, when you sleep and the time changes or when you fast travel, that shows the sky. So it shows yeah. like the weather changing and stuff, which is another thing to add. The weather system in this weather, game is yeah. insane. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, that they, then all of a sudden it'll just like make a noise. Like it'll be like, and then you'll wake up and then th they'll be there being like, should we just stab him in the face and take his stuff or should we skin him? And it's just, it's scary. And like, and then of course too, like you have it, all of this stuff is interwoven seamlessly with the world around. So like, as you're walking around, especially in single player, like online, some of that stuff is there, but in the single player, just the depth of what's happening around you is incredible. Um, and then, and then add on top of that, the, 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 the system of time in the game and the system of weather and, and the way that, that everything looks, um, and the light, like at night carrying a, a lantern or having a lantern oh, yeah. on your horse, the way that that looks, the way that ev the whole, the, it's just fucking beautiful. I love the fact that you said, oh, sometimes you have to take stop and look and be like, oh my God. I remember my mom came downstairs. Uh, um, well, she, she shouted down and said, can you help me downstairs? So I, I helped her down because she just wanted to hang out and see what I was doing. And I was playing Red Dead Redemption and she was looking at it and she was like, you know, this is, this is insane because, uh, like I remember like Pong and like Super Nintendo yeah. and stuff. And you're telling me that like, you're playing this video game right now where you're like in a field, uh, and you're, you're chasing after a deer you're like reenacting. Uh, yeah. You're looking, you're looking for the wild bunch. Yeah. You're basically. hunting, you're hunting a perfect, uh, buck deer and you're doing the, all the tracking stuff. But then I look over across the, across the field and I was near Blackwater in the great plains and I saw the storm coming and I was like, okay, I got to go back. I got to go. I got to go back and I'm not going to hunt anymore. I'm going to take this stuff because the storm's coming. And then the storm came through and you watch the clouds move across the, across the land. And then the rain starts as the, as the clouds get over and then the dark clouds come and starts lightning. And, and my mom was like, this is a video game. Like what the fuck? Like it's, yeah. it's, and, and it's beautiful. Sometimes you get a foggy morning and the light hits the fog and you see the, the lines of light, uh, the way the light cascading, or if you look on a, at a mountain and the sun's coming over the mountain, you can watch the light move down across the land as it come crests over the mountain. It's I'm talking, I'm telling you guys, this shit is unbelievable. Like if you really think about it, it's unbelievable. It's fantastic. It's, it's like, uh, it's like, crazy. Like, dude. yeah, sometimes you'll just be like trotting along in, in the night and then you just see like a light in the distance and it's like somebody's like horse and buggy and you're like, oh shit, what's up? There's other people. Or sometimes you might see something on fire in the distance and it might be a side quest out of nowhere. Yeah. Where it's like something. And, then, and trust me, there's a lot of things on fire that you might find. I'll leave that up. <laughs> 
you guys to decide. I think you might know what I mean by yeah, that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's some good things on fire, some terrible things on fire, and it's your choice to do what you want to do. With and things. and that's one of the things about the game that I love too that makes it feel so individual is that there is all these consequences to the choices that you make. And the story mode, uh, it, the story, the way you play the story will get you a selection of endings. Um, and the oh, way yeah, you yeah. act in the game will affect certain things. Like if you kill a, 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 an NPC that is actually like necessary for something down the line, that might not be available for you later because you yeah. chose to do something, do something bad. And, and then it affects your honor system yeah. and it affects the honor system as, and your honor as a character. Does, and it affects your story sometimes. Like yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. It may, it, I don't think it changes the general overall arc of the story greatly but it does change definitely how some characters interact with you and uh and changes some outcomes to different storylines for sure yeah and that's Um, the thing that's so you can't just go through just being like i'm just gonna blast everybody and it's gonna be like well you know that's probably not the best choice because that may not lead to your ideal uh, ending and that's you know? and and again it just it, this this kind of seamless integration of world building and storytelling and it really is art like it's 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 so good and the story is so rich and you're right like it doesn't nothing will change the the overall movement of the narrative the story is about the Vanderlyn gang breaking up and yeah. and what and how that comes to happen. Yeah, but the it's small their decline, for, it's their decline, sure. but the small, but you, the things you do will give you one of, I think five endings. Um, maybe it's three. I don't, I don't remember, but, but then it'll also affect the things that happen. Who's there at the end, how things play out. Um, certain small side tr- tasks will be unavailable. It'll change, uh, it'll change things. And it, you haven't, it makes you feel like you have an actual impact on the world yeah. while it doesn't decimate the story, the story will still continue on. Um, and it's just so good. It's just so good. Uh, and, and, you know, like we were talking about ghost of Shima and, um, you know, that is very similar. Uh, but if I had to compare the two together, you know, ghost is an, is an incredible game. Um, but just yeah. the sheer amount of, of nuance and depth and, and, uh, and just like the boldness of, of Red Dead Redemption two on, on alone, standing alone on merit alone and, and, and on what they were able to accomplish, like easily, easily 10 out of 10 for me. I, I, I can't say enough good things about this game from a technical standpoint, from a playable standpoint, from a storytelling standpoint, from, from everything, you know, and the story, there are real emotional moments. I'm going to spoil one kind of thing because it's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, not in the movie. It's a, game but it's like a movie scene See, in that's the game. funny i'm glad you said that though because i actually wanted to talk about like how many movie references are in this game oh yeah there are so many so many but wait i just want to say continue. go ahead yeah. your character who you play arthur morgan he he gets tuberculosis um and it's funny enough the way that they said that he gets tuberculosis is from a mission so you do the mission 
and and then you get tuberculosis in doing it but he gets it because he wants to be a good person so it's like this yeah. thing about like morality in the west and blah 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 and all these things there are these huge themes that that go through the game but there's a part in the game where you uh, as arthur morgan it's near closer to the end you wind up doing kind of interacting throughout the game with this nun um, and there's a scene later in the game where the nun is leaving and you run into her and you're sick. And there's this scene where Arthur Morgan talks to the nun about life and death and about, um, about karma and about, about kind of, you know, heaven, hell, does it exist? Um, and there's a scene where he sa- and he says to the nun, he says, you know, I've done all these things in my life. And I've never really been scared. And now I'm scared because I know I don't know. And it's one of the most genuinely affecting scenes in a game that I can ever, like, I'm like getting goosebumps thinking about it. Cause when I first saw that scene, I was just like, this is a masterpiece. Like the acting is incredible. The voice work is incredible, but the way you, you kind of become um, connected to the character that you play to Arthur Morgan and, and the whole story um, and everything. And in that moment, he shows this vulnerability, this thing that he, even as he's facing tuberculosis and slowly dying, he, he hasn't shown uh, and well, there's a couple other times where he shows his kind of emotions and talks about, you know, the, 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 the love of his life and, and his, the people that he connects with. And there's a lot of emotional, like a range of emotions in many of the characters. And I'm not saying that Arthur doesn't have tender moments. Uh, he definitely, as Otis said, shows his ass a little bit here and there, but that scene in particular just really struck me with how well it was put together and how cinematic it is. I mean, the whole, whole game, see, I nearly called it a movie again. The whole (laughs) game is so cinematic and breathtaking in the way that it tells its story. Um, that it just, it's just outstanding. Uh, and, and so much care was taken into making, uh, um, making it. And there's so many little, like, like we were talking about before. And like you said before, Otis, there's so many references to historic, uh, and, and filmic and, and, uh, cultural iconography in it. And then of course, all of the like spooky, ooky stuff that they threw in there. And then all of the different, you know, the, the, the ways that they tie this kind of like fake world, these fake states, uh, uh, you know, New Hanover, uh, uh, West Elizabeth, um, Lemoyne, uh, uh, all of these places that, that you, that you visit, they're not real places, but they're rooted in, in reality and rooted in real cities and real, you know, San Denis yeah, is no, not, they very much feel real and have the feeling and the landscapes of real places. Like everything in the game is very much based on it. Like even Arthur himself, he, his character at the beginning is very much like the typical sort of stoic uh, protagonist from like Westerns. They don't really say a whole lot. They don't really show much emotion, but then, you know, as the movie, again there you go <laughs> as the narrative game movie progresses yeah uh, he fucking yeah as the narrative progresses you know he becomes more vulnerable and 
and yeah, and every character in this game has an incredible arc of their own, like Dutch and his obsession with power and money, John's, uh, his storyline of just trying, wanting to start a family, you know, the storyline of Mika, Micah being a fucking unrelenting lackey. Like yeah, just a general every character, and then the people you meet along the way, the southern families that are in battle with you, like every story, like there's nothing's just a placeholder in this game. Yeah, it seems like everything was meticulously cared for, which you can't say for every other game that's of this like open world scope, like recently. Me and Steve, we went back and started playing Fallout 76, which is a game I can't necessarily defend. It is a terrible game. It's super buggy, and but like it has all the elements of a Fallout game that I kind of want, so I keep going back to it randomly for some reasons. It has elements that I like, but that game in Fallout, there's so many things that are just cut-and-paste placeholders. It's just oh, this is just the same mission again in a different setting. And it's just like missions are basically just being reskinned. There's none of that in Red Dead. Nothing feels well, like it's just like reskinned. I mean, there it's are not similar... Like, oh, this is just this character, but now it's this guy with a top hat on sort of thing. I mean, there are similar... Like when you're playing online, like, yeah, there NPCs, are similar not missions. Not every NPC is going to be fucking completely yeah, different. But, but, but in, it's the, like, in the actual grand scheme of world building and storytelling that there's, and I love the fact that you said that it's not a placeholder and it made me think of like one of the things that you're introduced to in the early part of the game is, is the fact that um, the Vanderlyn gang, the gang that you're part of is rivals with, uh, with Colm O'Driscoll and the O'Driscoll yeah, gang. The um, and, and so when you have these random encounters with the O'Driscolls, you have like an incentive to be like, well, should I run away or should I fuck these guys up? Cause these are my enemies. You know what I mean? Like everything is planned in a way where you're like, you, you, you know, there's, there's a weighty option to the things you do. Now you said it's not that the, there's nothing cut and cut and paste. There are a couple missions that are slightly repetitive or things that happen similarly, but the setting is different or um, the people, that you're working for are different, especially in the online. But overall, like we're talking about a slim percentage. You know what I mean? Like most yeah. of this game feels when you play through for the first time, like nothing that I can explain before. It's similar to Grand Theft Auto 5, mm -hmm. but Grand Theft Auto 5 is more insulated. You know, yeah. this feels like you could go to any city, bump into any dude and randomly have a mini story arc. It's like I mentioned the vampire. Well, the vampire in San Denis is a whole mini side quest that you can just yeah. stumble upon if you happen to see the right situation or be in the right place. Now, of course, you can go online and they'll tell you where to find all these things and you can learn how to do all this stuff and, and where to go to get all these. There are like whole 20 minute YouTube videos that talk about yeah. all the Easter eggs and all the things that are, are you can stumble into side quests that could take up a better part of an hour to finish. And that's yeah. just something you literally just stumble into. Yeah. And it's just crazy. Like I just, just the way, I mean, it's not perfect. It's not reality. Right. But like you're coming yeah. pretty close to having this feel like 
it's a an individual experience yeah. within an enclosed reality. You know what I mean? In like, terms of its scope and like the NPC and its ability to constantly feel fresh, like you don't go into a town and you're like, oh, this is the same thing as this town, but now instead of it being winter, now it's it's desert. Yeah, no, like, each of the towns I mean, have where it's like other games like uh like an Assassin's Creed game, sometimes they do it in that or like the Far Cry games, it's like areas are just like, oh, that's just this area, like cut yeah. and hasted. But sort each of, of the each of the places, each of the cities and all the all the forests and all of the different ecosystems that you run into, they all seem like they are their own places with their own very specific um, histories, you know, Valentine, the architecture is different than, and, and the town layout is different than Blackwater. That's different than, than, uh, Armadillo, which is, has a, um, if you play in Red Dead, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, Armadillo is like the main city, but the, in this game, because it's a prequel, Armadillo is in the middle of a cholera outbreak. So when you go there, it's like a ghost town and none of nothing's open and, you know, like, and you go. Yeah, that's something I never even thought of actually that you mentioned the architecture and how regional it is. Like, yeah, when you go down to what's Mexico, like, yeah, you get the more clay sort of Spanish style housing, or then you go like what's, I guess, sort of like the middle America part and you get stuff that's more resembling, you know, just sort of log cabins. Then you go to Lemoyne. It's like, oh shit, this is just straight up Southern Gothic architecture. Like they look like houses that people would still live in now. And then, and, and even like the, like you go to Lemoyne and Lemoyne is supposed to be, you go to Saint Denis and Saint Denis is supposed to go, uh, is supposed to be like a bustling port city. And so you have New Orleans, it's it's supposed to be New Orleans. And so you go there and you have all these, you know, the French architecture, you have the, um, Southern Gothic stuff. You have these houses with beautiful, large courtyards and, and all this stuff. And then you go to strawberry, which is supposed to be like, you know, a Colorado type up in the mountains. Um, Mm -hmm. and, 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 it's all like you said, log cabins and and uh, pine wood houses and and all these things. Yeah, it's, it's very it's very like, thought it's like nineteenth century like Christian style sort of housing and stuff. And like it's you just know, crazy big triangle church with the cross out front. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like you just see, there's so much care put into all of it. And then like like I said, even the forests. Like you go to different parts, different states, and there are different plants. And different animals. Yeah. It's not like in uh, certain games. I mean, this is not anything new, but it's in in conjunction with everything else that they've done in this game, design wise, and 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 you know, world building wise, and all that stuff. You know, it's it's it just adds to the depth of of the world in the game and the open world that you can explore. The fact that you go to uh, a certain part, like you go to say one part of the map and you're going to see a certain type of, of wolf 
right? Like you're going to see a timber wolf. Now you might see a regular gray wolf somewhere else, but the timber wolves only live in this specific area and this specific area. And yeah. they might, they, their pelts might be worth more, but they're harder to kill. Yeah. Or, you know, the you go, south you go, you're not going to see wolves. You're going to start seeing some yodies instead. Yeah. Coyotes. And then, or, 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 you know, you go south into, uh, into the areas that are more, um, you go south into the areas that are more uh, uh, arid and you start seeing lizards and you start seeing a specific type of rattlesnake that doesn't exist in another part of it. Alligators in, in the swamps that surround Saint Denis and, and are there. And then you go to a certain part and there's a type of, there's the California uh, pronghorn sheep, but then you go to another part and then there's the Sierra pronghorn sheep and they're slightly different colored and they act like it's just, it just adds that like zhuzh to the yeah. game, to a game that's already incredibly zhuzhed. Um, and it, it just, it's, it's, it's to say it again, it's breathtaking to see all of it come together in a way that is so amazing. Like I can't say enough about the single player and the, and the, and, and that, but I also can't say enough about the online and how well and seamlessly they kind of work together and playing red dead online. I mean, they built it up with a ton of free uh, stuff that they've added on DLCs that you can purchase passes that you can purchase. And they've created this thing that now, you know, I see why they've made it a standalone game because it stands alone on its own two legs. Um, I mean, obviously I, I think that people should play the single player too. Like it is a masterwork, but, um, but you know, all of the things that, that are great, um, about the single player, a lot of them still exist in the online. And one thing that I love about the online that I didn't get to say before is I love the fact that when you're in the game, uh, you know, you can choose to talk using your headset or, n- or not or whatever. But um, if you're playing by yourself and you have your headset on, uh, again, highly recommend playing this game with the headset on because as you said, sound in this game is wonderful it actually sounds Mm. like you're you go down next to a river and you close your eyes and it sounds like you're sitting in on a on a hill beside a river and you hear fish jump out of the water every so often and birds cawing as they fly by and guess what those birds that are cawing you can actually shoot out of the sky because they're actually in the game like it's not it's not designed it's like a living thing. It's not just like a designed system. Every time you go to a river, every time you go to a town, it sounds different. Um, and, but the uh, uh, I love the fact that you can only talk to people when you're close to them. So if you go off on your own online, you aren't going to hear the rest of the people in the lobby chattering away or whatever but if you're sitting somewhere beside a river fishing and people are coming closer their voice starts very quiet and it gets louder and louder and it just gives this illusion of like real space and it's crazy it i love it it's like one of the things that i was like wow because in the old one they used to have it but they really refined it in this one so like when you hear people coming up and they're talking they start quiet and they get louder and louder and louder. And then when they're right beside you, they're sitting there right beside you talking. And, and it just, I don't know, man, it's just the amount of thought that must've gone in. I mean, eight years, eight, eight yeah. plus years to make this game. Like it shows. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. And the great thing about the online and now that now that's recently been really released as its own standalone game, 
the great thing about it is that I, for me, especially online games, after they've been released for a long time, it might seem daunting to get into it after it's been released for so long because obviously there's going to be people that are fucking maxed out. They're going all going to have and those people stuff exist. Than you, but you don't have to really worry about that in that in this game so much because you can just like I said earlier, you can go off and do your thing. Whereas like. In GTA, like Grand Theft Auto online, like there's so much stuff where it's like that game really now to succeed online, you really have to pay to play because it takes hours to get any progress in GTA online. Whereas the work you put in in Red Dead online, like when you do like a bounty or you sell, uh, like uh, you take a you do one of the transport, whatever the supply of mission, whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, um, when you do that in uh, Red Dead, the reward that you get for it actually seems appropriate. Where in GTA line, you'll go and like do a mission. It'll take like you an hour and then you'll get like $300,000. And then you're like, oh, can I go buy a car? And it's like, oh, I can't afford a pizza moped. Yeah, it's and it's like it's you can't it, afford anything cool. That's and a really good everybody point. Flying cars are just shooting you. Yeah, and then that's a that's a like, really good point. That there has been no real inflation in the prices of online. So like, yeah, guns are are relatively expensive, but like in real life in the West, guns would be the most expensive thing because they're the most useful tools, right? So yeah. like, obviously, there are things that you have to unlock that cost more money and stuff like that, but the system of rewarding experience and rewarding money is really balanced. And once you get like certain roles, like the collector role is the yeah. easiest way to get money because you just do the collector maps, which takes you off on your own. You can do, or you can do it with your friends and a posse or do. do whatever. That's what I do the most. I just collect and I'll just go hunting for fossils and I'll, I'll do that for two hours, go and sell all of it. I'll make a thousand bucks in yeah. No time. And then you're like, and then you're laughing, you know, or you, or you yeah. go and you do collectors missions and you just keep collecting stuff and you do it over, over a course of a couple of days when you go online and you just collect a bunch of stuff and you go to Madame Nazar and the yeah. payout is decent. It's not like you're getting a yeah. dollar or two for the thing. Like you do the jewelry and you get 20 bucks, 15 bucks yeah. a, a, and a hundred bucks in the game is enough money to have you fully supplied and have you yeah. have ammo and have you have like, it's not a game that's burdensome. Um, yeah, that, like that's, you that's can get supposed a to be camp and whatnot, like pretty good. You can get, you can, like if you see something, you're like a gun. You're like, okay, that's five hundred bucks. You can be like, okay, you can do the math in your head and be like, okay, if I do this, this, and this, I can do that. That's maybe an hour work. Okay, let's do this. Where in GTA, there's like some things like I want that cool car, but it's fifteen million dollars. It's literally going to take me like twenty hours of gameplay to get fifteen million dollars. Yeah. So I'm not even going to bother. Like and any of any of the big online stuff, any of the big online stuff that they have, because like I've recently started playing GTA online. Now, luckily, I had a, a a special edition of the game that I bought that gave me the Criminal Enterprise bonus pack 
from the get-go. So I got a million dollars and a CEO and a a MC club and all this stuff. So like, I was like, okay, I can buy some outfits and buy some cars and do some stuff and I'm not going to be totally broke. But like even, you know, doing the, any of the large heists in the game that takes hours and hours to do, you know, if you're going to do any of that game requires co-op and it's like, I don't want to like, so it's it's just oh. it's it's they took the 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 stuff that was great from from GTA Online and they refined it in a way that again it feels very seamless going between playing single player and playing online um single player obviously the world building is more flushed out there's more easter eggs there's more things that you find when you're online where you there isn't the side story there it's just the spot like if you yeah. play the single player and you know oh uh you know here at this place it, if you go here at a certain time of day it triggers this thing where you have to go save a guy who uh, got taken by some rival gang or 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 uh you know whatever whatever some small random event would be um those aren't as as uh um uh kind of like flushed out in the online ones and many of them don't even exist in the online world that those are just like because they affect the actual story or they have like a lot of cinematics and blah 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 they're just not there the, the spots are there like you might go and find uh, a spot that you found in the single player and it looks exactly the same but the uh, attached uh, side quest or or random event doesn't exist there but but overall like the gameplay and the way that you exist in the world and the things that you can do hunting fishing racing all that stuff is still there uh, it's just you know more about the interactions between people and the posses and your roles and all that stuff in the online. So it is a different game, but it is very seamlessly kind of like, uh, uh, connected to the single player and, and the world of red dead redemption. Um, so, you know, and I, like I said, I recommend that people try the single player and as well as the online, I think the online is great. And as you said, and I said before, there are people that are super high level that just come on and grief people. But a lot of the people who are super high level play the uh, shootout series or the takeover series, like the team deathmatch stuff and all that. They don't really, once you reach a certain level in the game, like uh, you, you don't really go back and do yeah. the, the stuff, the like regular stuff that people do. Cause it's like, you probably have, I guess yeah, you do like see th- you do, the, yeah, the levels differences do really come into effect if you're just doing like regular team deathmatch sort of shootout stuff. Yeah, if you're doing those modes, yeah, you'll definitely realize that you're getting your ass kicked because people have like their dead eye and their accuracy and like their reload speed fully popped up. Like so, yeah. But that, when you're but, like when you're in the real when you're in the open world part of the online stuff, like. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's yeah, very King easy Deathmatch to stuff isn't even the coolest thing to do online. Pardon? It's not even like the team deathmatch stuff isn't even like the funnest thing to do. Like no. explore it's just, just exploring and come doing just the yeah. regular stranger missions and whatever. That's far more in, entertaining. Yeah. Or or I'd trying to go and that. find uh find legendary animals or trying to go and 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 going and hunting with your friends and and or fishing or 
or going to climb the top of a mountain or collectibles or bounty hunting or all of it. It's just, there's so much that's available for you to do in a different way than in the single player. Cause in the single player, you are still moving along a narrative. Like the world is open. That's one of the things about this game that I also think is absolutely insane is that like, if you climb up a hill and then you like get above the general, like water, you know, sea level or whatever you climb up a hill and you look over and you look to your west and it's nighttime you see the lights of the city over there and then you look over in another direction you see the lights of a different city and you can go to those like it's not it's it's one of these games where it's like you see a mountain in the distance and you're like i want to climb that and you can you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, that's one of the things that's crazy too, that I love is that like the things you see, there's, you're not limited in, in where you go and what you do, unless you reach the edge of the map, which most of it is water. Um, so it doesn't feel like, you know, oh, this is like just a, 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 a arbitrary end where it's like, oh, you go down and you're on the coast. And like yeah. you can get out in the boat and go out in the boat pretty far, but then the water gets too choppy, so you go back. Or you get like basically trapped up in the mountains, pretty much. You get to That's... certain parts where you can't climb past and stuff. Anyway, yeah, like there there are yeah there are dead ends, but it's it's beautifully done. Like it feels natural. Like yeah, and I mean the map is so big too that you, like you never just come to a part of the game where it's all of a sudden just like here is wall, here is end of game, do not pass. Yeah, sort of thing. And it's and it's the map map is so big and it's so so varied and so different in both single player and online. I mean, I just can't say enough about how. I mean, we've gone through this. We I don't want to beat beat a dead horse forever uh, about how great this game is. Um, easily. I guess we can come start coming to the end unless you got anything you want to uh, add to this. Uh, I was just trying to th- like I was just I was trying to think of some things off the top of my head of missions and direct relations to movie scenes because I can't remember if it's from this game or the first Red Dead where you st- where the mission is straight up the scene from Three Ten the Yuma where you're on the fucking carriage with the machine gun just i'm pretty sure like that running alongside a train can't remember well all remember. of the both of the games reference tons of movies and tons of movies but places. yeah that's the thing is that i don't know uh, settings now, now that like i house. mentioned i can't think of any off the top of my head but i was just gonna see if maybe well, you had any favorite particular um, references and like scenes like I know you're a big fan of Unforgiven. Are there any things that maybe reminded you of that in this? Um, uh, I just think, I mean, I love Westerns and there are definitely parts that I could, you know, you can infer or you can kind of figure out where they're drawing from. But it just, it's, to me, it's the whole way the game feels. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it feels like nothing else you're you are entering a world that is constantly moving and alive and the story mode in the single player is is sweeping and and full of twists and turns and 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 it feels like it's a a living place where you go to but it the, all of the locales all of the different architecture you know if you go to uh tumbleweed that town looks a lot like um certain scenes from or certain towns from from movies uh and and you know 
you and you find places where there's you know graveyards that remind you of things or mountains that remind you there's a spot in uh near near valentine that looks like um the a real set of mountain ranges that was used in uh the searchers uh and uh and and it's just it 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 calls upon like i said cultural iconography filmic iconography uh and and it creates its own world using these references that's just it's just so outstanding i can't think off the top of my head i'm sure there's so many different nods and 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 all that i i i'm you know pretty sure there's a mission that basically recreates like the opening scene from the wild bunch where they're at the train station. I think this thing now there's some scenes that are coming back to me, but there's so many references to Western films that this movie is really, it <laughs> called it a movie again. <laughs> this, this fucking game movie story thing it really is it's a love letter to westerns while also pushing the genre forward yeah and that's what the guy from the new york times said he said you know it's deconstructing a genre um while also paying uh paying its dues paying homage to it and it's just it really is i red dead 2 is like, a masterwork of of video games as art I think that in terms of Westerns, I think it's probably the best Western in any medium of like the last 10 years. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's so good. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to say as much as I would love to to stream through and try and find some more. I just play the game. Just play the game and you'll see everything that we've talked about and more. You'll be like, holy shit, this is amazing. If you haven't played it. Uh, look, uh, here's a prime example. My girlfriend doesn't like shooting games at all. She doesn't like any of that stuff. And she's a higher level than I am. She is absolutely in love with this game and the way that it looks and the things that she can do. And she loved it because at the start, she didn't have to do any of the shootouts. She did the collector missions and she did, uh, you know, the trader stuff and the, and, and she foraged for plants and, and, and she didn't have to shoot any of the animals and she was still able to make money. And, and she has had a horse and she loves her horse. And, you know, there's so much nice in the game and you can kind of go into, like you said, you can go, if you want to find somebody and cause some shit, you can go do that. But if you don't want to, you can go fishing. You know, yeah. it's just, it's so, the online is so great. I, they've really streamlined the whole system. And then the single player is this sweeping narrative, like you said, probably one of the best Western things they've put out in the genre of Western, be it movie, TV, whatever, in, in the past 10 years. It's outstanding. Play the game. See it for yourself. It's an easy 10 out of 10 for me. Easy 10 out of 10. And I do not say that lightly. Easy 10 out of 10. What's your, what's your, what's your number you're giving it? Yeah, I guess I would say 10 out of 10. I, I can't, I, I can't really say any other thing. It really is just one of the best of the best. Yeah. It's and the best of the like, best. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, and it's like, I guess the only other video game that we've done on here is Ghost of Tsushima, which I think I gave like either a nine or a 10. 
um, because that one does everything so great and it doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything, but it does everything perfect. This Red Dead Redemption is the start of like a next generation. Like whatever Rockstar's next project is, is going to be so insane and so ahead of what every other studio is doing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly stoked. Whether it's oh yeah, uh, whether it's a remaster of a previous game, whether it's GTA Six, whether it's a a new IP, I I don't know. I'm I'm just I just the amount the Rockstar is killer. Even yeah. their other shit, Max Payne, that series is six. La Noir is that game a was sick, fantastic game. If you're into detective noir stuff, that game bully is great. What what bully. Remember Bully? Yeah, Bully. That, yeah, Bully was sick. Hilarious. But I just, I can't, I, whatever it is, like, and the amount of customization and, and the amount of things that you can do in Red Dead, uh, whatever is coming next, you know, I'm expecting, like, pretty much life simulator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, it's, it's going to be insane. Anyway, I love this game, obviously. I was so stoked to do this. Uh, I'm glad we were able to kind of, like, give a good uh you know uh boost to the not in the sense of like boost like i'm boosting it bro but like we were able to kind of like talk about how amazing the storyline is without giving a lot of it away that you don't already know if you haven't played the first game uh or if you've played the yeah. first game like you you know it's we were able to cover a lot without talking about a lot of it which was very specifically done because i want you guys all to play the game uh and 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 try it out it's a fantastic game, fantastic work from Rockstar. Uh, I love the fact that you said that it's this, you know, it's a a, a defining, a, a, a kind of like a, a jumping off point for the future because it is, uh, as you said, Ghost of Tsushima doesn't reinvent the wheel, but Red Dead Two uh, definitely reinvented or improved upon a lot of stuff. And I can't wait to see what they do next. 10 out of 10 for me. Uh, you know, uh, uh, just just so much fun. Um, and, uh, you know, so intricate, so well done. So, so, such depth. I, it's just, I can't say enough good stuff about it. So, if you haven't played the game, give her a fucking go. 10 out of 10 for me, 10 out of 10 from, from Otis Morris, giddy up. I can't wait to, uh, to do some more great games. Um, and, yeah. and can't wait to see what the future is for Rockstar. Um, and, uh, I guess probably you, you might hear some more from us on, uh, on whatever's coming next when Rockstar starts, uh, releasing things. Um, yeah, but they're, they're, they rarely ever, they they keep a very tight ship. That's one thing that you will, you'll never see Rockstar have a, a PR disaster or a, just a disaster in the way of like a cyberpunk. Let's, and uh, Rockstar has been so good with every release of their game and everything's been treated so well and there's so and they, and they do what they do yeah. that if they released a buggy game, I would legitimately be surprised. Well, I mean, even like, look at the way crazy. they rolled out this, they, they put it, they said it was going to be in the, in the fourth quarter of, of 
of 2017. And then they came out well before then and said, no, we're going to, we want to polish it. We want to make sure it's the best possible thing that we can put out. And then, especially in an era where video games are released in some have like hazardous conditions, like, yeah, like studios are now just rushing to get a thing out. And they're like, oh, we'll just fix it post release. We don't, we don't want, yeah, we don't want to lose the hype. We don't lose. Exactly. We don't want to lose the hype. realizes that like, no, we made games back in the day when there was no updates, there was no patches. Yeah. That shit didn't exist on the fucking PS2. And they've been making consistently kick-ass games since then. I, I'm sure one of these days we're going to do a... and care into it every time. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, th- say that again because I was talking over you. Oh, I was just saying, like, consistently Rockstar, like, consistently puts out good games because they put time effort care passion and don't want to put out a game that's then going to be 50 percent patches post-release it's like no we want to put the game out and then move on to improving the game with new content yeah not and that's shit that should have been fixed two years ago and that's that's what i was going to add to this earlier is that like one thing that i love about them is that they are consistent with um fixing any anything anything that people find that's problematic they fix it um like when red dead online first came out uh and then after they put out the rolls something in the rolls made it so that animals were spawning less and they fixed it within like two weeks you know they 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 actually care about maintaining the level of the game while adding free content for those who play uh, or adding content that can be bought at a reasonable price. Yeah. You know what I'm I sure mean? Sure, the like, content's not released probably as often as you would like, but for the most part, it is free. Like if you bought the Red Dead when it came out, the online game is free. Like this the is thing all free. Of, all the, the DLC is, stuff has all been free. The other thing that I, I have to say that I love is that um, a lot of games make it hard. Like they have the Red Dead online cash and then they have the gold bars, which is like used to buy rolls and stuff like that. But you get, I mean, it's not an incredible amount of gold. It's not hard to come by, but it's not hard to come by it. You know, like you, you do your daily challenges every day for a week and you'll have enough. You'll have, you know, you'll have do that for a month and you'll have enough money to buy a pass to be one of the roles, not even a month, probably less. If you do your daily challenges and you run the missions and you run the stranger events, uh, at random stranger missions and side missions and stuff, and you do your daily challenges, uh, you know, and you play a couple rounds of death match, you'll get to a point where you're, you have enough money to buy the roles. You don't have to buy it. Um, you can pay to, to get it, but they do make it relatively easy, which is super nice. So, yeah. you know, these free things that they add on, like, yes, there is incentive for you to pay for it, but it's not like you have to play, you know, f- every day, all day for three months to afford a car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's much more doable and I love it. Uh, yeah. Great game. Great episode. This was a fucking blast. I love this game. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, as, as they say the the rules of, 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 uh, 
Uh, oh, I can't find it. There was a joke that I was going to say, but I can't find the picture. Something about as a cowboy, you always have to be rooting, tooting, but but uh, by God, always be nice. So let's end it out on yeah. that. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Thank you for tuning in. Um, uh, you can find me Instagram at P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R and then on Twitter at P-L-M-R-D-R. Hit us up if you want to join the Cemetery Sound Discord. Otis Morris Hates Himself drops every Monday and uh, and we come every Friday. You got anything you want to add to that, my dude? I guess you're... Uh, no. Drop your drop your socials. Uh, just Twitter and Instagram. Otis Morris hates and yeah, other Otis Morris hates himself podcast every Monday. That 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 listen to the most latest episode for a very solid Chris Rock impression. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a real good one. Uh, and also, yeah, if you join the Cemetery Sound Discord, we do have Cemetery Sound Radio every Thursday at eight o'clock. Uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, things are looking up around here. Go get vaccinated. Uh, soon we're, we're hoping that we'll be able to do this together again in person and, uh, you know, it's life soon. returns it's back. I, I, it's, it's, it's coming. I can, it's I coming. can feel it. I it's, can feel the energy. It'll dude. Once, once we're back like in studio together, the energy is going to be fucking, it's, it's going to be radiating. Radiate. It's going to be sick. powerful. Yeah. You, you look powerful. Um, <laughs> because the, the energy we've been able to unlock without even having eye contact, buddy. It's, yeah, it's, it's about to get ooh. real sexy. I might kiss you. <laughs> All right. Well, again, have have a great uh, weekend. Stay safe out there. Get vaccinated. We're almost through this fucking nightmare. So just yeah. keep it up for a little bit longer. And then soon we're going to be able to high five, hug, share a beer. Follow us on our social medias. We'll see you next Friday for another banger episode. And always remember to initiate bird protocol. Peace out.